Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. Hello, everybody. As you can see, I am not Dr. Charles. My name is Michael Bethany. Uh, if you remember, I did a show here recently with Dr. Charles, and I'm going to be hosting today's um, edition of Unstoppable Faith. And I believe that today you're going to be encouraged. Uh, I have an incredible guest with us today who we're going to talk to, and we're going to talk about worship. We're going to talk about unity. We're going to talk about what God is doing all over the world in the nation through this young lady who's released an incredible song. We have so much to talk about, but I wanted to say this. Make sure you let somebody know that we're on today. Share the show. Tell your friends. Don't miss this episode because this is going to be exciting. So I'm going to give you guys like a few seconds and just let somebody know to tune in to KITV right now and watch this episode because you're going to be encouraged. This show, what I love about it is it's all about faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. That's what the Bible says. And so what you need is your faith to be reignited. I believe that in this season, to walk courageously and to be bold and to live in our purpose, we need faith. We need our faith to be reignited, to be strengthened, to be encouraged. We're living in a season right now, uh, going through the pandemic and all the things happening in the world and, and whether you're vaccine or anti-vaccine or whatever your opinion is about all the things that are happening today, we need to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. I've learned in my life, a lot of seasons, I walked by sight and I missed the best that God had for me. I don't want you to miss what God has for you. God has some incredible things for you and your family and your community, but we have to step into it by faith. What that means is we've got to see things in our spiritual realm that we don't see with our natural eyes. We got to learn to see what God is presenting and so we don't stumble over what the devil is doing. We got to start seeing above and not these things that are right before us. We got to see beyond, come on, and not miss what God is doing because we're distracted by something that's happening right now. The news doesn't have it, right? It's not in, It's not just at church. You have to start seeing what God is revealing, right? We have to start setting our eyes and affections on things above and not things in this world. So your faith is going to be ignited. Your faith is going to be encouraged. And I want to introduce you, my good friend, my sister in Christ, who's going to partner with us in this episode to boost your faith. Would you just give a big KITV welcome to Nia Allen as she joins me for this episode. Hey, Nia Allen, how you doing? I'm doing great, Michael Bethany. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Listen, you would think that I've done this before. I have never hosted a show and Dr. Charles just threw me into the deep water. So, so I decided- You're doing amazing. You look like a pro. You sound like a pro. So it's great. Well, I, fi I figure if I'm going to do this, I'm going to start this with Nia because she's going to make it real easy. Because she said, so you know, if you have the wrong guest on your show, they give you one word answers. You're like, so tell me what God's been doing. A lot. I need more. I need more. So I know that this is going to be a great episode. So let me just start by saying this. Nia, I know you're not like the kind of person who wants your bio read. I know. You're like, I, I'm just, 
I'm just near. I'm just here. But listen, I want to share some of this because I think it's important for people to understand the voice of influence that you represent on this episode today. So Nia Allen, you are an artist, and I love this. You describe your sound as pure, passionate worship. Uh, you have been on tour and you've done albums. You've ministered alongside uh, Tori Kelly, Dave Nicole Binion, C.C. Winans, Phil Thompson, and many others. Um, you've been a part of Mariah Carey's Magical Christmas Special. You've done stuff for ESPN's Believe Campaign. You've led worship for C.C. Winans, All Sisters Forever Brothers, uh, Youth Conferences, Women of Faith National Conferences, Living Proof Live with Beth Moore, and so much more. And what I love about you is you're so serious about your purpose that you went one step further. You are a graduate from Berkeley College of Music, right, where you earned your bachelor's in music education. Then you furthered it uh, by going to Azusa Pacific and studying even further. And we, we're going to talk about some of the things you've been studying and how you have been preparing to make an impact in the world. You also not just recently released your first single, Wait, yes. which was a, a num number one on Billboard Gospel Airplay and Billboard Gospel Indicator Chart. So we're not, I mean, listen, I don't, I, I love it. I love talking to anybody, anybody who's in the body of Christ, a Christian, a worship leader, an artist. But today we're talking to somebody who I believe is standing in a place of influence in the kingdom of God, not just in her local city, nationally and even internationally. This is Nia Allen. Oh, thank you, Michael. That was, <laughs> I love you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. And um, no, seriously, thank you for that introduction. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to have you. And let's just kind of start. I want you to just kind of tell me when you say that your sound is pure, passionate worship. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Nia? I think just it, it's coming from an honest place, you know, and um, and yeah, it's coming just for, I think uh, for me, authenticity is is very key, you know, when it comes to worship and just making sure that it's honest and it's real, you know, and I think that's what connects with people is that when they can tell it's coming from a real uh, uh, honest and authentic place. And so that's my prayer every time, you know, I lead worship um whenever i'm in worship even my quiet time you know it's just like just be honest be true to who you are be honest and authentic god knows us anyway be honest with ourselves be honest with god and you know yeah just be honest it's that honesty and authenticity so so this so what this sounds like to me because you are a kindred like person to me <laughs> so when you start talking about honest like worship what that says to me that this is not um, a flashy platform stage performance kind of focus yeah. So where, where do you cultivate that honesty? Like, where do you work that out? What is the, what is that centered place where you cultivate the essence of what that sound is? In your quiet time, you know, and I think this is just, it's been cultivated throughout the years, you know, and it didn't come, it I think it's just, it's formed in our personal relationship with God. You know, I believe obviously what we do, you know, on the stage in front of people, it's an overflow of, of our quiet time and that time that we're spending with the Lord at home, you know, and yeah. so 
I know, <laughs> especially in this season, but throughout my life, I just thank God for, you know, mentors along the way who just um, encourage that, that quiet time and just to get to know the father for yourself, you know, so just, you'll know his voice and just, I'm, I'm at a point where I need it. The older I'm getting and, you know, everything that's going on, I'm like, look, I got to be still. I got to take some time to more just to get my mind right. Uh, yes. you know, friends of God, for me, that's, it's just our sustenance, you know, it's all that I need. I know it's in the presence of God, you know, strength, hope, joy, peace, you know, it's there. And so, um, well, we'll keep, we'll go into it. But I know in this season, particularly John 15 has just been key um, where God talks about he's the vine and we are the branches and yes. our responsibility. He's our source. Like he's our lifeline. It's where we receive nourishment. It's where we receive mm -hmm. sustenance. And so the older I get, the longer I've been in this thing, I'm like, I need him. I need his yeah. presence. I need his word. I need it to survive. And so I know I'm absolutely nothing without him. And so I need the presence of God. So just being intentional about, um, yeah, just creating that space in the morning and having that personal time, that devotional time. So let me, let me talk about a little bit about what you've been doing, uh, your single weight. Uh, we got to make sure that the KITV features that video so that everybody can see that okay. uh, video. It's an incredible song. Um, but when I when I watched you and and I, this is what's funny. Let's, let me just kind of tell a little bit of a story here. Okay. Really, uh, Nia and I are really like fast friends, and <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because I want to say how old I am. I, I maybe you know I let y'all catch. I'm not. Listen, let me just say it like this. I'm not in my twenties, and I'm not in my thirties. Okay, let me just say it like that. So so for me at this stage in my life, um, I don't make fast friends. Uh, I'm too busy to make fast friends. Like, there's too much stuff going on in my life. But I saw, like, out of nowhere for me, Nia Allen's content just start coming up in my uh, Instagram feed. And I just started seeing her, like, like anytime I would go up, she was constantly on there. And I'm like, I don't, I'm, I don't know Nia. This girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? Who is this person? Right. And what is so interesting is, when I saw Nia, when I saw, see what you just said about pure and passionate worship. When I saw you on Instagram and I start seeing your, you lead worship and your songs and just seeing your posts, I was like, this is somebody that I need to know. Like, I need to know this person. So I did something. I talked to my wife and let me just say how I roll. When I meet somebody like that, especially if it's a young lady, I talk to my wife and say, hey, babe, listen, there's somebody I think we should know. And I want you to see this person and we're going to make sure that this is a healthy connection. Oh, and so we set up a Zoom with me and my wife and you and we met. Yes. Like I reached out to you on Instagram, sent you a message. And I was like, I, you know, she's probably going to look and be like, who is this dude <laughs> in my DMs? <laughs> and I don't know. So this was not very long ago. This was like maybe three or four maybe. months ago. Yeah, it's only been a few months. Yeah, only been a few months, <laughs> and we connected. Yeah, and I'm telling you, the sound of your of your worship, that's what drew me in. Wow. So, so I want to talk about this. I believe that one of the reasons that God has made room for you, and people don't understand this. A lot of people probably have asked you this because, as I read your bio, you've been on a lot of major platforms, right? You, you've sang and ministered before thousands and thousands. A lot of people, for one, don't understand the journey you've been on this whole time. 
And so most people, they see your coming out party where you release an album and it seems to be doing really well, but they don't understand the journey you've traveled to get there. So let me just reiterate this. <laughs> this is a person, yes, that we have seen on major tours. We have seen on major platforms with CeCe Winans and with Tori Kelly, and we have seen her on Always Sisters and these youth conferences, and we have seen her on the ESPN's uh, Believe um, initiative. We've seen her on these things, and we've seen her release, her release weight hit number one, right, on Billboard, they'll play gospel. Uh, we've seen that. But what is the journey that, that we need to know about? What yeah. were you waiting on? Like, you, you just wrote the song, Wait. What have you been waiting in? What has waiting looked like for you? Because God has obviously made room for you because you've waited in the way you have. First of all, wait is a song I've had to live out. I wrote wait. If I told you how long ago I wrote that song. No, wrote, tell the people. This is no, how, they need this to know. Is no. us. Just so people can be encouraged. It's like, yeah, you see things overnight. But I'm like, literally, I wrote the song Wait with my dad in 2005. It's 2021. And so obviously, so, and I did a studio version of it, right? And I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to anybody that's from um, in Ohio. My dad and I wrote the song 2005 in Columbus, Ohio. We wrote it. We recorded it. I did a studio version of it. And so we did that, right? And so um, I literally was walking down the street. I was in the midst of, I didn't know what to do. I needed to make a decision. And I was like, Lord, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait until you tell me what to do. I'm going to wait for instruction. I'm going to wait for peace, you know? Um, but 2005, <laughs> we did a studio recording of that song. And throughout the years, as those doors have opened up, I just would always go back and sing that song. People, it, I've noticed that you ever, you know, as an artist, you sing a song and you notice that like songs resonate with people no matter what kind of audience I was in it was like I think universal uh, weight is a universal theme in language and it's something that everybody can connect to you know connect with either we've had to wait on something we're waiting on something right now or we will have to wait you know but yeah. it was all one of those songs I was singing throughout the years fast forward to when I moved to California and I was like okay I want to do a live worship album I was like, um, I was like, I want to do a, a live version of Wait, you know, because that's a song. It just seems like every time I sing it, um, it ministers to the hearts of people. It encourages yeah. people, you know, just to wait on God and, you know, wait on God and be encouraged while you wait. The strength comes in the waiting. And so in 2000, uh, when we did the live recording a couple years ago, um, yeah, I was like, I want to do a live version of Wait. So I did, I did a live version of Wait, but then we did like seven other songs. And so, you know, once the album is done, I give it to, um, I, or I talk with my team and I'm just like, okay, what song do we need to release first uh, as far as a single, you know? So they listened to the whole album and after listening to the entire album, they were like, wait, that's your song. And I was like, wait, you know how long I've been singing this song? I'm tired of singing wait. I'm tired of waiting all that. Like, I'm getting about fresh, right? And so <laughs> I was like, wait, I've been singing this song since tonight, you know? But honestly, it's a song that is still resonating and connecting with people. I thank God. I mean, we were able to do a live version of it. And I'm grateful for my producers. You know, they were able, I think, just to kind of take it to the next level, you know, as far, you know, production and just that live element. But to answer your question, it's a song I've had to live out. And uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting on some things, you know, my personal life, uh, just waiting on yeah, waiting on God. You know, oh man, God spoke some things to me back in 2005 that I'm just now seeing the manifestation of. And so 
as as hard as it is sometimes to sing the song, I know it has purpose and it's coming from a real and authentic place because I'm I've had to wait, <laughs> you know. So yeah. I sing it with conviction. I can sing it with with passion because I'm like, listen, I know where you are. I know what you're going through. I'm there with you. I've been there, you know, and so I've had to live this thing out. I've had to wait. I'm still waiting on some things, you know, but God is faithful in the waiting. And so I'm able to encourage people, you know, but it's definitely something I have to live out. Go ahead. I want to do this for the, for the saints. I just want y'all to, to just listen for me. Just, just a minute. I'm going to play a little bit of this for y'all. I got it on my phone right here. So this is all you got to do. Just, just go on Spotify, Apple I know this is not professional. I just had to do this. I'm messing with Neil right now. <laughs> Isn't this awesome? Okay. I'm going to have to say that for later. I'm going to listen. I'm going I'm going to wait. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> so here's what you said. There are some things that God spoke to you 15 years ago. And you had to wait. Here's what a lot of people don't appreciate, Nia, is we read the Bible and we see stories where people had to wait 20, 30, 40 years for things. And somehow we want God to do the same kinds of things for us in 24 hours. Right. So here's what I believe, that the God will show you a promise. Mm what the promise represents in its full manifestation is the process you'll have to go through to become the person who mm. can manage that promise. Mm. That's so good. You saw the promise 15 years ago, but over 15 years, what has God made out of you? <laughs> so that you can actually hold that promise and yeah. not drop it and manage it and steward it and be a good steward over what God's promise was. Come on, talk about that. No, that's good. And God is so faithful. He's such a good father that it's like, he'll show you different things. It's like, and when I say throughout those years, I was kicking and screaming like, why is this taking so long? But I know looking back, I'm like, I wasn't ready. There's no way. And not saying that I'm, I don't have it all together, but I'm nowhere. So much growth and maturity has taken place during that time. Uh, during my time of waiting, is it, God was refining my character. You know, I mean, I'm a human being. So um, there was pride there. And, you know, I'm still human, but, you know, but just refining my character, um, maturity and just strengthening me in different areas. Like you said, so you'll be able to handle the weight of what he's calling you to do. And looking back, I just, now, even today, I'm like, I mean, a couple days ago, I was like, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you. You know, sometimes God said, they say, um, we're waiting on God, but God is waiting on us. I think I've heard that phrase before, but I think my thing is I like, I just say, God, I thank you for not releasing me too early. And so, mm. so I don't self-sabotage because if you can self-sabotage, you can get, you know, get in your own way, or you can allow pride or jealousy or comparison. You can allow all those things, you know? And so I just, I was like, God, I thank you. God will hide you. He will cover you and protect you <laughs> until he knows that you're ready. You know, he's a faithful father. He's all knowing. He knows the end from the beginning. And so it's like, 
I and I, just a few days ago, I was like, Lord, I thank you for not releasing me too soon because I would have got my you get in your own way, you know. I would have messed yeah. something up, you know. <laughs> and so I just God is just faithful. He knows what He's doing in the waiting. He's refining us. He's uh, refining our character. Um, he's strengthening us. Um, and just maturity and growth happens in the wait. I know. Looking back, I know I'm not the same person who I was back then. You know, I'm not perfect, but I know He's He's strengthened my faith. He's uh, and just my trust and my hope and my focus. Like this is just a maturity. There's a refining, there's a, a maturity and a strengthening that happens in the waiting. That's happened mm-hmm. in my waiting um, personally. So, I, and it's a daily, it's a daily thing. I haven't arrived, but I know if it, I'm, I'm a lot much, much, uh, I'm a lot stronger. I'm in my faith. I'm a lot stronger in my walk. Um, just I'm a better person. I'm a different person than I was 15 years ago when he first gave me the song. So, you know, here's 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 a, a thought. I think that we need to to really embrace that God is more invested in you than he is the promise he's made to you. Mm. Mm. And sometimes we get so invested in God's promises Mm. that we miss on the fact that the promises are only relevant because of the relationship. Mm. The relationship is what God is all about. And so God is more interested in who you're becoming Mm. than what you're headed towards. Mm And who you become is the ability to manage what God hands you. And Mm. what good is it to have a promise if you're not willing to wait? Mm. (laughs) And I'm I'm gonna say, so tell me, Mm. so so my process has been this. When I was young, I wanted to sing more than anything else. I mean, I I would listen, I would be in my bedroom listening to James Moore and Daryl Coley and Commission Mm. and a little bit of Brandy and a little Me? bit of Stevie, right? Right. I mixed a little bit, and I, my parents didn't know I was listening to that because right. we so like, if they had known, I learned, I listened to anything. My father <laughs> called everything that was in gospel. He classified it all as rock and roll. So okay. It doesn't matter what it was. <laughs> so listen. So I listened, and I was learning the runs. I wanted to. Oh, I was trying to do all this stuff. I just wanted to sing. And I remember asking my father, I said, Dad, when are you going to help me with my career? Now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like 12. <laughs> He's looking at you like, boy, sit down. <laughs> when are we going to get serious about my career? Like, I'm ready. Oh, God. That is funny. So, so here was what I learned. Here's what I learned. I thought that God had a plan for me to sing. And he, God intended to use me that. But yeah. over the time where I've waited and grown, I learned that my identity was not in singing. Yeah. And not only that, I learned that my greatest contribution would not be through song. Yeah. That God had a different plan for me. And mm-hmm. so I even learned that God called me even more so to sing. Singing is a talent. But I tapped into the spiritual giftings that God wanted to release, which is a very different thing. And I discovered that that the gift to pastor and lead and shepherd people, that is the gift that's supernaturally been given to me that God wants to use that's that's superior to singing. What is one thing you've learned through your waiting that you that you learned that this is more valuable, actually, than the song? And if I hadn't waited, I would have never understood that my purpose had a greater impact than my song. Wow. 
honestly, I don't want to take yours, but Michael, I think just that uh, kind of that shepherding aspect as well. I think I'm coming into that right now. It's just learning the the value of being able to to train and pour up uh, to pour into other people and just train and disciple and and ministry as we know it's about it's about serving others so it's not just it's so yeah. much beyond the song but just that ministry aspect of of serving other people but also um what a privilege and honor it is you know yeah. to to help train and disciple other people and to pray over people you know mm-hmm. so i think just that pastoring uh that pastoring and ministry aspect as well is something that God has just shown me. And it's funny because it's like, I'm like you. I was like, I just want to sing. I just want to sing. So when God told me to go to school, I was like, school? What I need to go to school for? I'm just going to sing. And there's, there's nothing wrong because there are some amazing singers. We all have a different path. We all have a different calling, you know, but I, you know, I'm singing, I'm traveling, I'm doing background for different people. And I, it was clear as day. And I, you know, I went to music school for undergrad, but I was already doing music. And I just really, this <laughs> guy's school was very, very clear. And so I didn't go to get my master's until, uh, until maybe, uh, how old was I? I was easily in my thirties when I got my master's, you know? And yeah. so my point was, I was like already kind of midlife, kind of doing music, that kind of thing. And then I really just felt like I was like, it's time for you to go to school. And I was like, for what? <laughs> you know, I'm wrestling. But I finally went. I got my master's at Vandy. And then he's like, keep going. I'm like, and so I started looking at the doctorate of ministry programs. Um, and that's how I ended up in California. But my point is, I, I know that school um, just uh, helped to develop that, the ministry aspect. And, you know, um, there's this thing. Yeah. And it taught me to ministry, how to have conversations uh, with people that I may not uh, agree with, how to listen, um, how to have compassion, how to have grace. And um, you just learn that was my journey. And it's not everybody's journey, but that was mine. And I went kicking and screaming. But afterwards, I was like, oh. Okay, this is why, you know, and a lot of times when God tells us to do things, our responsibility is not to understand why, you know, it's just to trust. That's our yeah. responsibility just to trust God. All right, Lord, I trust you. And oftentimes we won't see it until after the fact and we'll look back and say, oh, okay, that's why, you know, but God is infinite. And <laughs> our finite, our little finite minds, we're like, we we'll understand. We're like, what are you doing? But he's like, I got you. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just trust me, you know? So, um, so yeah, definitely just the, the uh, ministerial aspect uh, of, of um, that's involved in music and singing as well. That's definitely been something. So. I want to, I want to wrap up our show today with this thought. The scripture just came to mind and, uh, I'm releasing some music soon. Uh, you know, I've released music before and, and I've had a, a, some awesome experiences. Uh, I'm in the company of a, a great woman who's releasing music now, who's releasing an awesome project that's been very successful. And But what we're talking about is purpose. Mm-hmm. What is God really calling you to? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe here's the word. Don't get distracted by, your, by, by the promise. Mm-hmm. Don't get distracted by that. I want you to lean into your purpose, which is bigger than the promise. God has called you to more than activities that you can do for people to see. Uh, It may seem cool to stand on a stage or release an album or to start a church or to do this or that. But let me tell you, God has called you for a greater purpose than those things. Because whatever you're doing right now, that's a season. I can only sing and tour for so long. I can only do a certain business for so long. Things cycle, things change, Mm -hmm. things shift. But there is a deeper purpose 
that unites us all in the body of Christ. The Bible says Jesus in Matthew 28, verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Our purpose is to make disciples and not records. Our mm. purpose is to make disciples and not success. Our mm. purpose is to please God mm. and to expand the kingdom, mm. to bring people back to the reality that Jesus loves them. Mm. And no matter what you've done, where you've been, how you failed, you have purpose still left. And God is calling you into relationship with him. Thank you, Nia, for joining me. Thank you so much for making this easy for me. <laughs> this has been great. This has been amazing. Nia, I'll give you the last word. Just, just encourage our audience. Oh, well, first of all, I love you, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm honored just to be here. And um, I love what you said. God has called us to make disciples and not records. That, like, something, that's... That's my, yeah, I, yeah. So thank you for saying that. And just, it's, it's easy to get caught up and distracted by all that's going on in the world. And, you know, this internet generation, we live in such a fast paced society and, you know, and, and social media. And it's like, everybody's trying to do the next, 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 next thing. And I think for me, why wait, I think is resonating with people because it's so like, uh, it's countercultural, you know? And it's like, no, what has got like, there's don't, I guess I just want to encourage you this. If there's somebody that's, uh, that's watching, just, know that um that waiting is a part of the journey you know and that uh don't don't allow yourself to get distracted by all the things um that are going on in the world but to know that uh waiting is a part of our spiritual journey and if you feel like you don't have a peace about it don't move just take some time and be still and pray and ask god for instruction um but yeah just to know that you're not by yourself and to know that god is with you in the waiting uh, and the waiting has purpose and so don't yeah like you said that's there's so much going on, but I think there's really value in just taking time to just be still and wait on the Lord in his timing. So be encouraged. And I love y'all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, we're going to have to do this again because yes. there's a whole other topic I want to talk about with you. Okay. I'm not going to mention, you already know this, right? <laughs> we're, we're praying on something right now. We're waiting on God to see right. what he's going to do. I'm excited about it. We're going to do another episode later. But listen, thank you guys letting me be your host. Thank you, Dr. Charles. Thank you, KITV. I'm Michael Bethany. This is my homegirl, me and Alan. God bless you. And I pray that you will have unstoppable faith. faith. Yes. <laughs> faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at and share your testimony.